Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Everybody, you beautiful person, you. It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 83 for February 4th, 2020. I'm Steve Wichel in New Orleans with... Tony V, coming to you live from New Jersey, the fabulous T. What's happening? Yes. But, uh... Uh, another exciting week with chock full of stuff has just passed. And I don't even know if we can get it all in in an hour. Oh, we're going to try, man. We're going to try our best. We're not going to rush it, but we're going to be cognizant that we need to get it all in. Yes. Um, I have a, a uh, checklist in my head of things I want to talk about. But first, I'm sharing this to the page and the group on Facebook. If you're not a part of that, get in on it. Cover Band Central on Facebook. We have a group and a page. You can get in on both. And the website, too, CurbanCentral.com. You can sign up for a free profile for you, your band, or both. And post your events and all that stuff. I started with that. How about that? Yes, I, I all usually, that good stuff. I usually end with that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I just want to... I like getting... I asked for feedback last episode right in the beginning and got some from one person. And I'm going to read... I'm going to re- not read this whole thing, but I'm going to read part of it. But he said uh, uh, he just discovered Caravan Central. So he sent me this uh, last Wednesday or Thursday. And he said he just discovered it on Facebook and signed up. And he's a keyboard player. And he's been playing for almost 50 years. First he said he said an hour podcast is too long. And he said he only made it 24 minutes. 
And I thought that was an odd amount of time to make it through. Like 24, like... <sighs> oh, dude, he has something to do. 24. Maybe he listens to a lot of podcasts that they're not more than a half an hour, so he doesn't have that, that you know. That's, it's, you know... That's, that's, that's what that's he's it. expecting, yeah, I guess. And he said... Yeah. He said, cool. I think all po- podcasts should be 30 minutes or less, and he, I guess he listens to other ones. He said, not, not just yours. But here's the thing. It's called the Wisdom Hour, so it has to be an hour for one. And I listen to podcasts, too, and I'll listen to ones that are longer than an hour. So, so this guy's feedback is, for him, I understand it, but we'll try to make the first 24 minutes for you um, uh, good enough. <laughs> so, so that well, yeah, okay. I got a new podcast that's coming out uh, on another channel called the WZ13, uh-huh. and it's the Wisdom 13 at minute podcast. So I get the the whole hour of wisdom in 13 minutes. Rapido. There you go. Wisdom hour recap. Right. Check that one. That's a good one. And we don't do this with any script. We just we just come in and talk, and um, so you know it's not like we can outline it and cram it all in. Um, Okay, but do continue because at this pace, we're definitely not getting to everything that happened. That was exciting this week. So we gotta keep it moving. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he said uh, um, he, uh, he recommended something that uh, that I already we've already talked about, and I've already kind of done a little bit, but just putting some themes next to the podcast or some more details about it, rather than just calling it the number of what it is. Um, and again, I have to do that afterwards because we don't really have a plan going mm-hmm. in um and i have but it, again it's 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 on my list of things to do for the previous 82, 82. yeah but you don't have a great idea because it's going to be episode 100 and we're gonna and then we're gonna still not have it done because it's a lot to do yeah. what if we somehow as the podcast was rolling along took a jot down notes like you're timing it anyway you know what i mean but you could just jot down some notes i so could or, you know, or I and mean, when it's over, it's done, and then you just take the notes, and then you know. Yeah, but I want to put like timestamps so I, I know exactly where it is. But and there's a way to do that, but I don't think there's a way to do that with the way we do the podcast here on Spreaker. Right, um, right. So unless you wrote down just random stuff like you know, from the beginning to like you know, fourteen minutes in is about this, and then at fourteen oh to two, it changes to this subject, and then at twenty one seventeen, it went to this subject. You know, like broad broader strokes. Yeah, and I mean, I just don't have the the uh, I don't know, I don't have the motivation to take notes while I'm sitting here doing this. <laughs> I really don't. I'm just like. I'm like, like, what did I just talk about? All right, I got to write down what I, what I just talked about. I guess you're and, right. If you're in a different frame of mind, you're sitting back, have a cocktail, listen back to the episode, you know, time stamp it, write the stuff down, go through it. You know, it's, that's good. I mean, think about how many times when you were younger you'd gig and you'd watch back videos of the band, of yourself, you know what I mean? Recordings, like we've talked about all this. So oh, yeah. it's good to go back and listen because then you hear things that you want to do better. Yeah, and and I, I do that fairly often. I, I I'll, I'll go back and listen to it after we do it and uh and uh sometimes i'll do the take notes and sometimes i just go back and listen <laughs> listen and do other things while i'm listening um, yeah you know but whatever but i i mean i do appreciate that feedback from from this gentleman and and all good stuff there so anybody else wants to give free feedback to us steve at coverbandcentral.com is the best way to get in touch with us chonk is here he said hi to ho boys like ned flanders would on and I will say to Chunk, Hi-de-ho. 
that's that's um, Mr. Hanky saying Mr. Hanky on South Park. Yeah, I think he said Heidi Ho, which is Heidi Ho, which is different. Fl- Ned Flanders on on uh, The Simpsons. Heidi Ho. Right, but Chunk was here this weekend, as I oh, yeah. stated so last we week. Oh yeah, about this. And Ch- for those of you who don't know, Chunk is um, Jeff Yonker. He is the um, the guy that does the nuts and bolts stuff for the website. Comes up with ideas too. But he and I are the ones that that uh, do all the the website stuff, and he does most of the technical stuff. Um, and I I've known him now for a couple of years, and we've talked on Skype, we've talked on the phone, we talk frequently in Messenger. But I've never met him in person until this weekend, and he was here with his wife, and uh, just trying to get away from the cold weather. And uh, it was great to see him, and he came out Thursday night, and. I play Thursday through Sunday. He came out Thursday night and got up and jammed a couple songs with us and sounded great. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, and then came back Saturday and hung out for the first, before we broke, basically, until the end of the break. And uh, got to witness the whole uh, madness that is the weekend on Bourbon Street in our club. And, and we had... Again, a busy weekend, Friday and Saturday. Friday especially was crazy um, with just just jam-packed. Again, the college kids are in town. I don't think it's spring break right now. It's not, right? It can't be. No, not yet. Not no. yet. So it's it's like they do these formals, and uh, it's kids from states nearby here, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, Georgia, and... Um, and they do that, and they come out, and they party, and they 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 are they're awesome. It's it's such a great thing to have a, a packed room of young faces like that that are responding to everything we played, dude. Everything. It didn't matter if it was uh, "Ain't It Fun" by Paramore or "Honky Tonk Woman." They're all responding to it, singing along, blah blah blah. And I love it. I just love it. It's such a good time. When you have a packed room, especially the young girls band, and they were, they were very uh, enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> they were getting up uh, on stage and dancing, and and again, cause rubbing all their bits and pieces on me and stuff while I'm trying to play and sing, and um, I don't mind it at all. Only uh, only when they're like way too drunk and then they start tripping over shit and um oh yeah <laughs> dude I can remember I can remember a bunch of times uh drunken girls falling all over uh, mainly over Steve's equipment spilling stuff all over him and his stuff yeah that happens here a lot now because because people yeah, but but I mean I remember girls taking headers like coming up to say something <laughs> and just going boom right down you know Oof. like down glass like a ching on shit <laughs> exploding everywhere like down you know and then friends coming and helping her up like oh my god and sometimes they they're all stunned and get up like hurt you know and other times they get up like nothing happened like laughing like oh my god like I sorry guys you know meanwhile the mic is like jammed into the kick drum and everything shit's knocked over Steve stuffs all stepped on spilled on yeah. <laughs> Front lines, man. That's a good thing about being a drummer. You know, there's a lot of interference before they can get to you. Yeah, yeah. But it, there was even one that was just like, 
she was a little over top and she just she started falling and she fell into a cymbal stand and it's that started falling and i grabbed it real quick and it was like oh, oh, okay. yeah. and then the drummer looked at me he's like that's enough <laughs> like Oh yeah, Chomik just said that one, and I'm very fearful of this, and very cognizant, uh, aware that the this possibility exists. So I, I make sure take extra precaution so this doesn't happen. But Chomik said, bumping the mic stand and catching the mic in your teeth, and that's happened. Oh yeah, that's the worst, man. Because you're like you're singing, you're right up on the mic. Somebody hits that mic stand, that <laughs> fifty eight hits you in your, in your front teeth. <laughs> I mean, you that can knock your teeth out. Dude, I just I can remember. You were just telling that story last week, wasn't it, about that guy who no, lost his teeth? But we, no, but we played one time at the at the Black River Barn, and Steve's in front, and this guy and dude, people are bumping into the mic all night, like boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Like one after the other, and Steve's taking shots to the face, you know, like left and right, like two or three of them, and he's getting really angry, and he's starting to be very vocal about it. And, and he gets on the mic and he says, like, people got to back up. Like, I'm taking mics to the face. You got to stop bumping into this stuff. Like, get a back up. So everyone backs up a little bit. And we start playing Authority song. You know, as song starts. And to this guy came spinning, like, out of nowhere off to the side. Came spinning into the open area. It's now between the people and the band. And it's not a lot of area. But it's enough where they backed up slightly. And he's coming in like, he just he smashes into the mic and it smashed into Steve's face so hard that they could broke the clip and the mic's on the ground you know what I mean that guy's like yeah and meanwhile like this song is about to stop you know there's no microphone there's no no way for him to sing it's broken off the stand laying on the ground oh my god and then dude like maybe an hour later that same guy yee again and just totally like blacked out and crashed and fell down again into Steve's shit. That happened to I, the, the the this this location oh, that God. Tony's talking about is the black. It's called the Black River Bar. It's in Rockaway, New Jersey, and it's it it's a restaurant slash bar. And the the area that the band gets to play <laughs> is very small. It is a it's it's, it's in this little like kind of nook. Or a little like alcove area. Next, it's like ten by ten. Next to the pizza ovens, and yeah, and and in front you have to set up. You you know, like anytime I played the barn, and I played there a lot. I played there with you guys, and I played there with with the uh, Mad Rabbit. I I believe I played with, and probably one or two other bands. But if you had those wedges in the front, you know, if you have had your monitor wedges, mm-hmm. then you had that separation between you and the people because the it wasn't it's not like there's a dance floor there it's a bar and the bar is huge and there's a little area in front of where the band is to where the bar is i mean it can't be more than three or four feet right from from like that line right to the bar right so that's where people stand and so if you have some sort of separation like wedges or you know your mic stands at least then it, you have a visible separation between the two but if you don't have those wedges in the front it's game on man <laughs> people just like there's no line to them you know so they'll like yeah they, they it's they, right up on you they're, they're like right, right up on, on you. you and yeah i mean i can't i definitely that definitely happened to me playing there where people were falling into something 
into the monitor. Even in, even when the wedges are there, when you have them on the floor, people still trip over them. And like I've seen yeah, that. Well, that's the other problem. People are walking and not paying attention. And when it's crowded like that, they try to go around and they're looking behind them like, hey, you want a drink, buddy? All of a sudden, like, boom, you know, same thing. They trip over it. And they're taking people out or they're falling down. Yeah, falling down. I've seen it. That oh, it's always good times, you know, to see that people on the front line getting taken abuse. Yeah, Chunk just said he saw, he thought he remembered a bar in Bourbon Street where they had the mic stands as goosenecks mounted from the ceiling. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that. It, that's a pretty cool idea. At uh, at Fat Cats, the mic when I play there, the mic is mounted to the ceiling. It's not a gooseneck. It's as fall fills up with activities and obligations. Even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. But it's, it is mounted to the ceiling, so you kind of pull it down from there. Which is a, But that's at the back of the stage, too, and that's a very elevated stage where there's no chance of anybody coming into you. But Crazy Corner, where I still play now, the, the stage is, uh, I mean, it's two, two and a half two, feet. Two steps up. Two and a half feet, maybe up in the air. So people are, and there's a bar, there's a rail. Um, but you know, people stand when when that room gets packed like that. People are right up against it, and you know, is and there a railing around the stage? There's a railing, yeah. But it's, I mean, it's a, it's just a railing. It's not, it's not blocking. You know, no, most of the opening space. in the front to get on and off, and then the sides. No, are no, no. The the op- the uh, to get on and off is there are stairs that are on stage left side by my side so I, I always have to be aware of that too of, of not stepping into the stairs and falling down falling off of the stage which is it, it could happen easily enough but I, I played on that stage for so long that I I, I just kind of know where it is and that's um, the only way on on and off the stage well it's the well I mean you could jump off <laughs> no but I mean to, if you're carrying gear up that's that's your yes. that access yes correct yeah it's a little <laughs> tiny staircase on the, the stage left um, but but these kids, you know, they're there, and a lot of them weren't really buying drinks there in the bar. They brought in their they they sell hang what are called hand grenades here in in New Orleans, which is a kind of a fruity alcohol drink, and um, and they were coming in with their little like slush or uh, daiquiris that they had, and they were just leaving the cups all over the stage, and they'd leave a cup or or a cup that's half filled with ice, and then somebody knocks into that, and then the ice spills. And I mean, it was. I should have taken a picture. I didn't take a picture of it that night, but it was just a, a god awful mess on stage. Just cops everywhere and spillage of liquids everywhere. So I don't use That's terrible. Yeah, I don't use any pedals or anything there, so it doesn't bother me as far as affecting my equipment. But but it makes the floor sticky. <laughs> it's like, and wet, and it's like 
uh, you know, I like I don't want to slip and fall. I don't want, I don't want to have to stand in in this stuff. So, but it's kind of, you know, comes with the territory. If you know you want a packed room, then you have to kind of deal with that because people are going to be pressed up against the stage. They're going to have drinks and they're going to put them down right in front of them, which is the stage. So, um, Tr- Chong said, if a drink is placed on stage, he punts it off. That's the yeah. That's not an option. I've considered that, but it's not an option here to just kick it, kick it off. Um. I have thought about it though, because it's right. It gets right by my feet because I have to go up. You know, I I have a limited space where I play. It's all things considered, it's a pretty good amount of space, um, but it's still a very small area. And when I go up to the mic stand to sing, my feet are going to be right in the front of the stage, right on the lip of the that front. And there's then there's glasses there and drinks there and bottles there, so I have to look at where my feet are and look and see if I'm going to step in glass or whatever. Well, the worst is when they put on top of the, the sub, if you have subs out front, you know, with poles and then speakers up top. Yeah. And put their drinks on the sub and, you know, and then they get spilled and, you know, the subs are fabric covered so they get all drenched and it's just, you know. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. But still, it's living the dream, right? <laughs> Indeed, it is. It, it it really. I mean, it's still. It's it's such a great thing. I had so much fun um, Friday and Saturday night playing into again the packed room, and and I think next week is going to be the same thing. And then for, when is spring break? It's got to be coming up soon, right? It's all different times. I mean, school. Some schools have it the week of like March fifteenth. Some are like the first week of April. But it starts like middle of March. Yeah. So it stretches it over that whole time. Middle of April. You know, that's like the window. So we got really kind of Mardi Gras uh, starting to build up now, and and all these formals, and then spring break. So we're in for a, a few months of uh, of uh, busyness, which I really like. Um, that makes it all worth it for me. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and uh, so we were talking about for the last few weeks about uh, me trying to figure out a way to film the band. Recall yes, that? that's right. And then um, you and Chunk were going to investigate some options, or try to you're going to try to get a pole magnet or tripod and tape it up or something. Yeah. Well, what he did is he brought me this little tripod thing, magnetic thing. He brought it with him, and and he set it up and. Uh, you know, showed how, and and we we put a camera on, and the camera I I was used we used the first night was the it's a small it's a very small camera but it has an app he showed me this whole thing you have an app and you can uh, that's how you run it from your phone and you can zoom you can pan uh, you know in real time and you can also do a Facebook a Facebook live with it so and it's very small and it's light so it's like so we found like there's a pole that's probably about four or five feet in front of the stage, and there's there's poles through through that whole uh, line in the like support poles through that whole line in the club. But that one, <clears throat> that first one, if you put a camera there, there's nothing obscuring the the vision of the view of the stage uh, and the people on it. So that's the location you picked. And I watched the video, and it was fantastic. That the quality is just fantastic it's hd um but the audio wasn't great so i have to uh 
I'm going to I'm going to play with it and see and make sure I can get the audio working well with it. Um, I have to put it on the app on my phone, which I haven't done yet because I'm I got a new phone. I just got it yesterday, but I haven't uh, I haven't uh, uh, activated it yet. I got to transfer. At first, I got to go through my current phone and edit, uh, get rid of the nonsense I don't need. Then I got to transfer all that stuff to my new phone, but and then I'll get the app and then I'll experiment with it coming this coming week but <clears throat> what i did the following nights the, t- the following two nights was i brought the camera in that i had been using before it's a digital to sony ca- camcorder and it's really good quality and it, it takes great video and great audio so i used that little tripod magnetic thing on that pole with that camera and voila dude it worked it, that was uh, it. That ow. was that was the solution. And so it's it's right in front of the stage. So it's a great view. It's right in the middle of the two, uh, the, the two PA speakers that are facing out. So you're getting you know the sound. You're getting everybody a, a good mix of sound. Um, the only issue I had the first night was I didn't put it up high enough. I put it up probably about I'd say about seven feet, seven or eight feet in the air, and so it's above most people's heads but it, the room was packed and i'm looking at it the whole time i could see it perfectly from where i'm standing on stage and people are putting their arms up you know like yeah this song i love and then it was getting hit from that and uh, the, uh. yeah so i had to I, I i went and fixed it and, and then filmed the rest and then i just took it down and uh but the next night i went i just put it up higher where it wasn't gonna be yeah not harm's way so so Awesome. So, I mean, this this really is a game changer for me because now I can get footage all the time, and I get this other camera working good sound wise. I can do Facebook Lives, and that is really kind of fulfilling a vision that I've had for a while, which is to kind of make this a a, a multimedia event. So people are there in the room enjoying it. They're buying their drinks and blah blah blah, but also putting on a show on live to the internet and there's so many opportunities and options with having that and i was even trying to think like if i could do a multi-camera thing with that uh for 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 the internet and i can manage it on stage because i have my mic stand there i could put a a, uh, an ipad or my phone i I think i'll probably do an ipad with a clip on it you know so it's clipped on there and then i could see it i could see what the camera sees um in real time and then, right. and, and then right. maybe even interact with the people on Facebook if they're giving comments or whatever. And then we can figure out how to get tips this way and blah, blah, blah. So huge, I mean, a huge thanks to Chonk for, for um, you know, giving me th- this idea and, like, just knowing what the right thing to do was for this. Um, and uh, it's 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 going to work. And what, so what I did, too, for the rest of the night was when I took that the, the, the camcorder down, we used it on stage and... Like somebody would somebody would grab it and film, you know, somebody that wasn't playing or wasn't singing would grab it and film. I was filming a lot of stuff, like I was filming the crowd, and uh, my friend Greg was there Friday night, and he filmed a couple songs from the side of the stage. So just just having the camera there where you can pick it up and just start recording right away, huge helpful uh, in getting footage. So I, I'm very excited about it. About and what camera are you using? For the camcorder is a Sony. It's a Sony camcorder. That's fine. But the other one is called a. Uh, 
I don't know if I can say. Chunk, can I say? I, I well, was, it's not important either way. Right. Well, it's 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 a bit. You could just like Google, um, like uh, internet cam camcorders or or something like that. I I think it'll come up. Um, and uh, you know, technology. So is, so is it recording? It's not recording to the unit. It's recording via the unit to a, a server. No, it records on the unit. It's got a, a memory card on a there. Hard, a memory card. Yeah. And you can you can broadcast live on like Facebook Live and probably any other live streaming things you can while recording. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Very this cool. is this is called a Mevo. Mevo. That's Mevo. the one. Yeah. Um, M E V O. Like a Uvo. So Evo. Like yeah, and you can do like fisheye lens and make a. I mean, it's the technology that is just amazing, and I love it. I love playing with toys and. Uh, I want to really utilize this in, in uh, just reaching as many people as we can, and and just take, taking advantage of the opportunities that are available. It's not hard; it's just a matter of focusing, and it's a matter of trying to figure out how to do it. Like, and you just talk about it. There was a, a quote I saw a while ago, and I just remembered this yesterday, and I, I'm not going to know it verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, um, "You're not going to figure things out." by thinking about it you're going to figure things out by doing you have to do things like <clears throat> for instance the reason i remembered it was because I'm, I'm redoing all these memes on the website because we had to change the way we we have it set up and it's just it's it's a time-consuming laborious tedious activity um but and and I was I was putting it off a little bit because I'm thinking, oh, this is gonna take me so long. This is so. How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna go? Like how how am I gonna streamline it so I can do it quickly? And 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 that was just kind of getting me down, like thinking about it. And then it wasn't until I actually started doing it that I was like, okay, I'm doing this. Oh wait, I could do this, and that that would save a step. So I, I would go along and keep doing it, and then figured out another oh wait i could do that that saves another step so i got to the point where i i cut out like three steps to to accomplish my goal but i wouldn't have figured it out just by thinking about it i figured it out because i was doing it so you know i'm sure you you've had uh similar experiences in many facets of your life my friend oh indeed indeed my friend but yeah when that, that was always big when I had a lot of students at one time that, um, you know, I'd always tell them, get in the band, get out, play, you know, because you can sit home and practice, and that's great, and you need to do that, you know, for sure to develop. But you'll the experience you'll gain by being out and playing in a band, you know, it, in a year's time is, you know, exponentially would probably take you three years to gain the same experience, you know, and even – from a perspective, you can't gain the experience without having done it, you know, to your point. Exactly. You must do. You know, so if you've never played out, you know, that that's different experience than someone who has played out a lot, you know, the same way that, like, you know, I was talking to my buddy the other day saying about, um, you know, when Neil Peer passed that it was think about how many gigs Rush played together, you know, the three of them. Plus, wrote all the albums and the t you know how much time they spent together. They had to play that, at least a, uh, at least a couple dozen. 
I'm kidding. I, I think it's closer to 20, but, you know, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's just, when you think about it from that perspective, it's like for, you know, for 40 years and, you know, probably out of the 40, 30 of them, they were touring. You know what I mean? Right. And you figure like so, 30... so in 30 years, if they played two to 300 gigs a year, you know, that's a lot of gigs. Well, I don't think they were playing 300 gigs a year, but, you know. What do you think an average tour would be like that when they're in the thick of it? I, I, when they were at, probably like at their prime, they were doing, uh, I mean, how, what's the longest tour uh, uh, that a band has gone? Like you do like, like a 40 city tour for a band would be a lot. You know, that's a big band. Like Guns N' Roses goes out and play their 40 city tour. I just remember seeing Russian, it'd be like, they would play like Brendan Byrne Arena, then they would play like Nassau Coliseum, you know, and then they would play Camden and then they would be somewhere else. So they were playing like. You know, when they were in this area, they were they were playing every other night or every night in some instances. You yeah, know, Joan Beach they would play. You yeah, know? I'm sure, and you could probably even Google it. Like, how many shows has Rush played? So, anyway, let's say conservatively, it's probably like five thousand gigs. Mm, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, same three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get experience. You get, yeah, you get it's amazing, you know, when you think about it from that perspective of it. And, and I only really thought about it because when I was searching out, like, board mix or bootleg or this, you know, when you start on YouTube and you start going down that rabbit hole, all of a sudden, all kinds of stuff starts, you know, opening up. And, you're, and you, you know, you think about that, it's like, how many gigs they played on, on you know, each given tour, year after year after year. Yeah. You know, and the evolution of the show and the theatrics with it and the instrumentation, you know, and, and the drum sets and just all the cool stuff was always themed, you know. Right. But I'm going to I'm going to say, though, that bands that have not been as successful may play more shows, you know, that that didn't achieve that level of superstardom, whatever they may actually play more often like i know i mean for me i play yeah for sure i mean I, if you played at the rate you're playing now for 30 years you'd far exceed that yeah yeah i mean i think i probably already have exceeded the amount of gigs that played by most bands most bands the amount of times i've been on stage right <clears throat> so so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Nice, that was good. Um, so I all right. So this has been a topic for the last couple of days, and I did not weigh in on it anywhere, but I'm going to here because I want to hear your take, and it's a good conversation. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Not really. Not really. Did you watch the halftime show? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. There has been uproar and furor over the halftime show. Um, that I, I, I mean, everything you know, things that are going on in popular cu culture, it's going to show up on Facebook by most people. They're going to talk about it. So, you know, Super Bowl was Sunday, and the halftime show was a thing. But man, oh man, oh man, people have some strong opinions about stuff that doesn't really matter. <laughs> people, oh, people certainly do, brother. I they certainly do, and that and Facebook is their platform to air it. Yes, 
or any social media. I was yeah, thinking... and exactly. Any form of social media, yeah. if you feel inclined to, to you know, to, to complain to the world. Yeah. Like, in, in the 1970s, if we watched a halftime show, and, like, if I watched a halftime show and I liked it, my family would know. Maybe a couple of my friends would know. And that would <laughs> Get be to school maybe the next day. Maybe, if it was really a good halftime show. And, like, hey, did you see the... Uh, you know, Casey and the Sunshine Band on the halftime show, they were great. Or whatever, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, social media has just given this this pedestal, this platform, this sounding board to people to just, like, immediately, you know, whatever their thought is, immediately, uh, I'm going to say this now to everybody. Right, instantaneous. <laughs> uh, and so the so the the complaints from people there were there were several but the the two major ones were that they the girl Shakira and J Lo were dressed inappropriately for a family program which you know people gather around their TVs and watch the Super Bowl still with their kids so they were thinking because yep. because J Lo was kind of dancing on a stripper pole and she was taking off her clothes and they were both kind of scantily clad but not not I didn't think there was anything that was in poor taste the way they were dressed I thought they were you know I thought it was appropriate for what the music they were playing and the fact that they're two pretty girls in in good shape you know (laughs) of course you would have that opinion that's your perspective well yeah and you can immediately tweet that and talk about it and Facebook live it at that moment if you so feel yeah and if I said like on Facebook what I just said to you in, in fewer words then yes. somebody would come on and say, "No, man, my my ten year old is watching, and he's like, What's that, mommy?'" And like, and like <laughs> <laughs> now I have to deal with the explaining oh, oh yeah. sex to a ten year old. I don't know, but but that was that was a, a one complaint. But the biggest complaint from everybody was the lip syncing part of it, and you know, I I'll stop you right there because. I was only I only saw <clears throat> excuse me like the very very beginning and I guess Shakira when she first came out and she was singing and within like 15 seconds of watching it Karen and I both said almost at the same time like oh man she's really not doing a good job lip syncing she's yeah. definitely lip syncing yeah I, I mean, I watch for that. I, I, I've always watched for that. Anytime I see music on TV being performed, I always watch to see, uh, are they lip syncing? And you can, um, like 99% of the time, I can tell. And you can, uh, the way you can tell is by the breath. Because you, when you see they right. are breathing in and or breathing out and you hear it simultaneously, then you know it's live. Because that's not something you can, like the words, you can kind of mime those. Well, they also say the best lip syncers, not to cut you off, it would be that the, the mic is not on at that moment, right? You have it turned off, but you are singing the song. Right, right, right. Full, full bore as if you were really singing it. Yeah. And I, I, I watched the whole thing before I heard anybody's opinion. I watched that whole thing and, and with that in mind about the lip syncing thing. And I could tell that there were they were lip syncing in parts and there were parts they were singing live both of them Shakira mm-hmm. and and JLo um and considering the fact that they're dancing around they got this major choreography going on with like d- lots of people on stage that they had to you know rehearse and, and time out and, and and that's that's not easy and, and i i get it that there's some people out there that can 
do dances and and say, like they have the, they'll have the headset mic, but neither J Lo or, or Shakira did that. They were holding mics. Um, yeah, and who gives a shit? You know, like it's entertainment. They're entertaining the crowd. Part of an entertainment show is dancing, and 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 if they feel like the way they could optimize their performance best is to to mime some of the lyrics because you know it's gonna if they don't it's gonna compromise the dancing or if the the dancing is gonna compromise the singing then why not who cares lip syncing on tv is has been happening for decades remember american bandstand oh yeah american bandstand those bands would come on and they would mime and they would lip sync and you yeah, knew but you it. Show they didn't Don Kirshner's rock concert. Right, right. So I mean, it's ha- it happened both ways, but on television, I, it's just it's it's something that happens. And, and you know, why is it such a big deal? Why do people think? Too, you know? Why why do just be, people have this like this holier than now complex? Like, well, you know, I would sing it all. Like, shut up. You're you're not J Lo. You're not Shakira. You're not a, a megastar that has to put on a performance that is going to be critiqued by everybody and you want to put on the best performance for the people who like you, for your fans, for the people who aren't going to be like, oh, well, you were lip syncing that part. You suck. You know, they're going to entertain. And I think all in all, Shakira and J-Lo did a a good job. It's not my favorite Super Bowl halftime because of the music. You know, I'm just not a fan of much of that music. I like, like, I love "On the Floor" by J Lo. I think that's a brilliant song, but she didn't write it. Anyway, I still think about, they did an admirable Demi job. Demi Lovato, she did good. Demi was great. I like Demi a lot. She's, she's, uh, she's good. I like her. Um, but I, I she mean, have I, Pink do halftime show. If Pink would be great, she hasn't done one already. I don't know, but I think she'd be now. She'd be flying all around the stadium on oh, that cable. She would be amazing, and she would sing everything live. She, but exactly, she doesn't. Yeah, she, she doesn't she's dance. She's not dancing like a, a like a, a Shakira who's shaking her hips and and, and, and or J Lo. No, she's doing all that choreographed. You know, like I said, when I saw her, there was it was very. They had a lot of people on stage. Yeah, and yeah, Pink is a be- way better singer than J Lo, and and a way better singer than Shakira. So is that a reason to criticize or put somebody down? Because, well, J-Lo sucks. She's not that good a singer. Shakira sucks. She's not that good a singer. So what? They they, they have a career, a successful recording career. There's always going to be haters, dude. You know, and like you said, good, bad, or indifferent, they're, they're, they're on stage at the Super Bowl halftime. You're not, yeah. you know? So, like, get over it. Yeah, and that's it just drives me nuts. So, like, that's the thing about Facebook, and I understand why you would stay away from Facebook or, or other people that do stay away from Facebook for that reason. Um, but I, you know, I, I'll read some of it and then I just kind of move on with my day. I don't, I don't get, engage in it ever. And, uh, you know, politics, same thing. I don't engage in, in politics on Facebook with anybody. Um, I, I'll read it. I'm, I'm aware of what people think and blah, 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 but I mostly just stay away from it. But, uh, yeah, because there's always going to be someone dude that's going to jump in and, and have a negative, you know, twist on it and try try to get someone to bite. Yeah, and it works. It's been working for the last few years, yeah. especially the last few years, um, or last you know th- four years, I would say. Um, and it's just ridiculous. Um, but you know, people want something to talk about, so they talk about things that are going on. So that's a a thing that went on. 
but uh, I don't know. I like people had a lot of time on their hands, like you said, to to really invest in meaningless things. You know what I mean? Yes. Things that that have no real merit to them to add any value to 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 anything. Yeah. That's a shame. You guys steer clear people like that. Yeah, I I do, you know, and I see it in in Cover Band Central a lot. Like a, a guy uh, emailed me today, who I had who bought my ebook um, a while ago, and I only know that because he sent me a message today, and I saw the interaction about about that, and he said, "I'm leaving the group. I can't stand dealing with these f f's all the time." Um, and I tried to write back to him, and and I couldn't. He like he was just like uh, out, out. Like he was out. Yeah. He cursed out. Yeah, and that's it's like I take a breath and like uh, you know it sucks, but there's nothing I can do about it. I can't police people. You that can't much. police it. You know I can't what I mean? That's, that, that that's the problem. It's fifty two thousand. I don't know how many are in the group right now. <laughs> fifty six thousand. Fifty two thousand knuckleheads. Knock it off. Yeah, and the thing is, saying something like that. It doesn't reach enough people. Fifty, hundred, hundred. No, that's that's the website. Fifty-six. No, that's the page. Fifty-six thousand people in the group. So yeah, I can't, uh, I can't police those people. Wake up, you fifty-six thousand knuckleheads! Knock it off. I should send a personal message to every one of them. You should a handwritten note. It's more heartfelt. <laughs> yeah, fifty-six thousand <laughs> handwritten notes. <laughs> I'll start tonight on that. Start tonight. Dear John. <laughs> dear, dear Joshua. Thanks for listening. Stop if you are one of the people that's adding to the negative vibes in and write a whole little paragraph different each one. Real personally, you know. Also and by the time you mail it and they get it, like half the people are not even in the group anymore because they've all also left. Right. Put in there. Also, what do you think about the halftime show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please write me R- back. Write me back. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like the, the way we communicate really dictates uh, things that we, we we consider important to us. Like, can you imagine that? Like, <laughs> that's the funniest thing. Right, like people used to ride horses and deliver letters like across the mountainside for like days. I almost just spit for, like, out my very, drink. Very important information. Not <laughs> that. <laughs> that would be so, a funny. They were skit. offended by the outfits at the at the event today. That would be a funny skit to like, to tr- to show like communication in ancient times, but with things that you communicate about on Facebook. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, I think J Lo was was inappropriate for family viewing, and she gives it to a, uh, a carrier pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> it takes off like a day later. The dude gets it. He's like, oh, he's writing the letter back, sticks it back in the leg, and sends it I, back. No, and he just <laughs> like does is draw a thumb on it. <laughs> he gave it a like. <laughs> he sends it back a day later, and his response is, "What were you talking about? Please clarify." <laughs> oh my god, that's funny! I would I know, love to see insane, it, right? Like How that. you can text the instantaneous talk like, like there's no limit today. And think back, like you said, <laughs> the old, you know, how they used to communicate. Crazy. It's like, yes, I'd like to send a telegraph overseas. Uh, it, uh. Smoke signals. Yes. Uh, telegraph overseas, and it, it's uh, to uh, anyone who is concerned. <laughs> yes. 
the Super Bowl halftime show was uh, really good. End. <laughs> yeah. Goes out and telegraph, comes back with some thumbs drawn on it. Some hearts drawn on, some angry faces drawn on there. Because, you know, not everybody's going to agree. Nope, everybody's going to agree, Steve. <sighs> anyway. So what else is going on? There were other things. I should have made a, a list. Oh! <laughs> wow. The way I just remembered this is funny. And I'm going to tell this story because that, wow. I was like, there. I know there's something else I wanted to talk about. And I saw a picture that I'm looking at my, my computer screen. I saw a picture that I had put on the desktop. And I'm going to explain that in a second. But remember I was talking about Sonny, our, our male singer, is leaving. Yes. The, the band. Going to Rockbox. Rockbox, right. Not anymore. Huh. He, he is not leaving. Um, Stay. Yes. And the reason, from what I understand, from what I've been told, is that the, the general manager, the this guy who runs... Uh, six or seven of the clubs, maybe eight of the clubs, is, is the general manager of, of all these clubs, stepped in and blocked this move. He said, no, you're not going, you're staying. No kidding. Yes. A week, one week before the other, the other uh, spot is being vacated in Rockwell. Wow. So, <clears throat> so that, to me, it... The, uh, Mostly positive feelings about that, but a little mixed because I'm friends with the guys in Rockbox. Those are they're they're my buddies. I play with them all the time, and I want to see them do well. And um, you know, I I had already said that I was I understood why he was leaving, and I'm okay with it. We'll be fine. But on the other hand, you know, as we were talking through last week, and I said to Sonny, I was watching some of the video that I took, and I said to him, uh, I went in the next day. I said, dude. Uh, I watched this video. Yeah, you, you're not allowed to leave. You you can't you you can't go. Um, he's very good, man. He's he's got a great stage presence. He's he's a uh, good looking guy. He's in good shape. Long hair. Sings his ass off. Sings like Journey and shit. And and gets um gets the crowd into it. He stands on the rails. We, I've talked about this before. Um, but I told him <laughs> just jokingly. I told him, uh, I'm gonna get a pair of handcuffs. And for next Sunday, and at, when we're done, you you're just you're getting cuffed to the to the railing, so you can't leave, because next Sunday would have been his last night. And I said, you know, I'll bring you snacks, <laughs> or I'll leave you snacks. I'll leave you some beverages, and and uh, so I made that joke. And then the next night, I said I ordered. Um, I told him this. I said I ordered a, a set of uh, handcuffs from Amazon, the the pink with the pink fluffy kind is that good <laughs> and he said yeah that's why i said or would you rather have leather uh like a, a, a leopard skin <laughs> I don't know. he said no the pink pink is good so the reason i just remembered this because i sent him i found out about this yesterday and i sent him a message with a picture of pink fluffy handcuffs i said so do i need to return these now and i saw that picture on my desktop and so that's that's how I remember that. But yeah, um, it's great news for us. 
uh, he's he's really a great fit for that band. He works really well with Tracy on stage, and uh, and I like him. I like him as a person. I like him. I like working with him, and uh, I'm happy about that. So I I extended myself to Robert, the leader of Rockbox, to help him find a singer. Um, so I put out. I helped him uh, put together like a good uh, post about it. I put it in the group, I put it on the page, and then today I posted, I had done a spotlight article for them last year, or not last year, about a year and a half ago, and I posted that and put, again, that they're looking for a singer. So anybody out there who's listening, if you have a tenor voice and you're looking for a job uh, and you're a rock singer, uh, these guys need a singer, and it's a great job, it's great money, and you're working in New Orleans, and this is the best time of year to be here anyway, um, so... I'm going to try to help them them out, but it seems like it's a done deal that Sonny's staying. So that really helps a lot that we can really maintain this this lineup, keep these people, the people that are in the band, keep them in the band. about that, man. What? I'm sending you telegraph, sorry. Yeah, it's going to take a while to get here. My telegraph operator is on. That's list. interesting how, you know, certain factors control what goes on on Bourbon Street. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's really, it is. It's it. very interesting. Like, what if he just said, no, dude, I'm going? Um, not really an option. Then it's like, okay, well, you know what? Now you're not playing and Rockbox isn't playing. Yeah, they can't. They can't do that. It's it's it. They have us by the balls, kind of, because the most of the people that work on Bourbon Street musicians need the work. They need that income. Yeah. And. But but the the clubs need the bands, because there's a, a tremendous difference in a lot of these big clubs. With with the amount of people in there when there's a band playing and there isn't a band playing tremendous difference that is their business that's it that they they sell alcohol there's no cover charge they don't sell food they don't sell merch nothing it's alcohol sales that's it right <clears throat> and having the band there that's what sells drinks you know yeah you people buy spending money yeah i mean like when we're done on a friday and saturday they have a DJ, and this time of year they have a DJ, and that bar is still going to be packed for a while, because um, they ha- they have an MC on stage who's who's entertaining the crowd, and they're playing more late night drunken kind of songs that are working, um, so that does contribute to their business. But but the rest of the time, you need a band in there. That's what's going to draw right. people in. Um. And we kind of really should. I mean, we were talking about the union thing last week. Um, we we should take some measures to do it, to 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 turn this. But the only thing that I see, because like you said, yeah, it's interesting how this, how these people have this certain control, and it is interesting. It's a little uh, shady. Um, but you only have so much power of, of what you can control at this level as, as a musician so I think you know 
I, we want to all make more money, so what are the options? So you just lay out what the actual options are and then, or, or could be, and then process of elimination. Well, that's not going to work or that's going to be much, you know, too time consuming or, or whatever. And then you settle on the thing that will work. And to me, it, it's about taking it. They're saying, like, we don't get pay increase because we make tips. So let's make more tips. So how do we do that? And I, I think the solution is to do the Internet thing. Get people watching from all over the world that love you and, and that keep coming in and tuning in. And if you play to that crowd, too, then you can have a, a dialogue, essentially, an interaction, and you can make money. You can, it's, it's easy online. You know, just PayPal me or whatever, Venmo. Here, right. here, tip to Ben. So, hypothetically, we could make a lot more money in tips online while we're playing than we actually do in the room. Sure, because you probably tenfold the audience. If if it's done right. So, it's got to be, it's just a building process. So, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to do a lot of it um, because nobody else really knows how to or has the initiative to do that. So, I'm going to do it. But But I'm telling you right now. I'm doing all that work. I'm going to take a cut off the top for that. Um, and I think uh, that's the right thing to do, too. But I, but the goal is to make everybody more money. So, Absolutely. But like you said, you, 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 know, you should get a percentage because you're doing all the work. I'm doing all the work. That's my idea. <laughs> yes, your idea. Correct. Yes, and, and doing the work. But I think it would be cool... Yeah, to do like a multi-camera thing, and I gotta figure out how I could do that. But, but progress, I'd love to see it because people who follow along here have seen that the, you know, things that we talk about and that we have talked about over the last couple of years. Because we talk about it, you and I come up with ideas, and then, or somebody will help, and then it works. You know, and and uh, I like having that recorded and and. Um, to, just so people can maybe reference that for their own situations. Yes. You know. Uh, so I, you know, I haven't, I've been talking about me this whole time. What's going on with you? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> now, that, now that we have four minutes left, how are you doing, Tony? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Doing real good. Any? Uh, uh, yeah, I got a couple of gigs coming up on the horizon. I'm going to... Uh, Filling a couple of gigs with Jimmy's band, uh, which should be pretty interesting. So check that out. Uh, I have a potential corporate gig coming up in uh, March. Just been jamming, me and Colbin writing a bunch of music. He's been coming home every weekend. Continue to build the tribute kit, the Neil tribute kit. It's almost, it's almost done. Nice. Another uh, couple of weeks will be, I'll send you some pictures. You can post them. I will. I, I will do that to the audience member who uh, suggested that I put notes. I'm going to be on it. Yes, there you go. You can say we talked about this Rush Tribute Kit, and here it is. Yes. But you have to post it sooner than 24 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Short and sweet. Break the segment down into like halves, you know, half hour. Two, two half hour clips make up one wisdom hour. I'll do it tonight. I'm going to listen back to this. I'm going to make notes as I listen back, I, I'm going to multitask. I'm going to listen back, make notes, and work on 
the meme pages on the website all at the same time. I can do it. I know I can. I've <laughs> done it before. All at the same time. I've done it before. I can do it. You know, I like that's an interesting thing. I'll write it down. And then just write a quick summary, do and have the post up by tomorrow for this wisdom hour. So maybe we'll reach some more people. I think so. That'll work. You never know with Facebook, man. Hey, it's you know, it's something new. It's something different. Try it out. But this meme, I just made this meme last night. I do the best ones when I'm when I'm tired. It's late at night. Uh, it's just a picture of a guy's a, a a a mixing board and a guy's right hand on a knob, and it's a good quality picture. I got it from Shutterstock, and I made a meme out of it. And I said, "Let me read it verbatim." I can't find it now because uh, it's all about the wording. Um, why? I totally muffed that because I didn't remember. It's probably here to me. Do do do. Do we have wait music? Wait music. Okay. So it says now. What? Here you go. How is this? <laughs> it says, "Why, yes, I'm happy to pretend to turn you up in the mix." <laughs> and that is just getting ton of traffic because it, it so many people relate to that like and and i think about that all the time like if i'm saying sam hey can you bring me up bring me up in the monitor yep bring yep, like, yeah sure thing, yep. Pal. okay that's <laughs> yep uh yeah a little more yeah okay oh yeah perfect and he didn't change a thing you know he just pretended to turn them up yeah that's what i always think they're doing like because uh, you just talk louder you're like all right yeah yeah a little bit more yeah more yeah yeah okay yeah Oh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Good job, Steve. So, so you 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 just did it. He didn't do anything. But so people are getting a kick out of that one. So I'm going to do some more meme creating. I love it. It's fun to uh, be creative like that. All right. Wow. February 2020. com is killing. Go there. Sign up for your uh, own profile for you, your band, or both. Or even if you're just in the industry, like being a sound man. Go on there because a lot of sound men are commenting on this too. So there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, for sure. Get on the site. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram, and uh, and what else? Oh, you can post your and events. Stop complaining about Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, don't worry about that shit. Live now. Enjoy it. Eat love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.